You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Triple Whale. I'm your host, Val Geisler. All right, welcome back for another episode of E-Commerce Marketing School. Today, we have an incredible topic, one that we really haven't gotten into much on the show so far, particularly in this season. I had a little experience of my own, and it made me think, wow, we need an expert in this area. And there is no better expert that I could have brought to you today on the topic of shipping than Brian Whaley. Brian, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's every little boy's dream to become an expert in shipping, isn't it? Yeah, this is exactly where I pictured myself 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, to know everything about every carrier ever and <laughs> all the intricacies that a lot of us don't really think about or, you know, pr- I mean, consumers certainly don't think about most of what you know. Operators, we tend to not think about it until it's a problem. And then it's like, oh, we got to fix this right now. And that's where you come in. So, Brian, I wanted to talk about a couple things with you. So one is I know that you've been through several seasons of BFCM in this like shipping logistics space. And I I feel like there's probably a handful, let maybe two or three things that you see constantly every year over and over again that our listeners by tuning into this episode can avoid by listening to you. So I would love to to drop some of that and then we can we can talk about some other stuff after that sounds good let's do it yeah so what is like the thing that you see all the time i know like when i do email audits i'm like it's always this this one thing that i always see over and over what's the thing you see all the time that you're like man i wish i could just fix that for them uh the biggest thing that i see is like conflicting expectation setting between when uh what somebody sees before checkout during checkout and then after checkout where brands will have one message that they have like on their PDP or in their cart for, hey, like how quickly does this ship and when does it deliver? And then different messaging about the different shipping service levels that are available in their checkout. And then what's in that first, you know, one or two messages that somebody gets after checkout, like their order confirmation email and like on the order status page or order tracking page that they are getting to right afterwards. And one of the big things that we see there is just like something has changed over the history of that brand and they've forgotten to go update it in all of those places. And so they'll completely forget that they have some message like in their order confirmation that's like, oh, orders ship in five to seven days when it's actually like one to three. It's way faster than that. But they forgot that like when they moved three PLs or they chipped. They got onboarded the new warehouse and things are way better now. And they just never went back and uh, clarified like what actual shipping timelines look like these days for them. Okay, so we've talked, uh, we talked with Kanika Misra and Aaron Orendorf. And um, we have mentioned a few times this season, like go get out your credit card, go through the purchasing process on your website. Don't do the like test because you want to get the emails. You want to experience every single page of ordering a product or two on your website and then get the emails in the real order they come in to a customer and find that stuff. So if you haven't done that yet, this is another call to action three times now we've asked you this season to go do that, like go through, be a customer for your brand. 
helps you uncover those things. One of the things I saw from a friend of the podcast over at Suit Shop, they do, um, so Suit Shop sells suits for, typically for weddings. And so very important that it arrives on time, that like there's, this is, this is a one and done situation. Um, so they are very, very clear in their checkout flow about shipping and down to the like, hey, when you place an order, we're going to process that in X business days, which means it's going to ship in another X business days. So very clear about like, I think I asked, this came up because I asked on Twitter at one point, like, if you see that, you know, orders are processed in one to two days, does that mean that the brand is processing your order? Or does that mean as a consumer, do you expect that you get a shipping notification within one to two days? And everyone across the board was like, it's shipping to me in one to two days, if that's what you communicate on your website. But some brands are like, oh, that means we're going to like, our, our 3PL will process it in that time. Like we'll, we'll process it, we'll get it through our system. And then it might take another day or two to ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super common. And like one of the biggest gaps we see there is for a lot of brands that don't normally like fulfill or ship stuff out on weekends, uh, like Friday around 3 p.m., sometimes 4 p.m. is probably the cutoff. And the last pickup from the carrier from their warehouse might have even been earlier than that. And so like, yeah, if UPS's last truck is coming through that warehouse at 1 p.m. on Friday, anything that's even getting fulfilled after 1 p.m. on Friday is sitting on the loading dock until 10 a.m. Monday when that next truck arrives. And that's usually for a lot of warehouses, a lot of 3PLs, that's also different over BSCM weekend. And so there's an opportunity to make it really clear, like, are, are you going to be shipping stuff over the weekend or not? Will your fulfillment team like be on target and getting packages ready so that those weekend orders that are getting placed and that people are so excited about, like getting those discounts, getting those sales, are those actually going to be in transit on Monday? Or is the fulfillment team just getting to work on Thursday night's orders on Monday morning. Yeah, or Wednesday nights because they, yeah, or a dawn at the end of the day Wednesday, right? So that's several, day, potentially several days worth of orders. And, you know, even if you don't know the exact number of days, or if you don't want to like, if you want to do the kind of under promise over deliver thing of, you know, setting some kind of expectation around like, hey, it's gonna, it's gonna take several, several days. It's just fine to say like several tends to mean somewhere between like three and five to most people. So you can kind of be loose about it, but definitely updating that for the time period you're in. Or maybe you happen to work with a warehouse that works the whole weekend because you are experiencing heightened volumes and they're like, listen, we just want to get ahead of it. Um, So, you know, understanding that, I think that that's good. And also, yeah, to your point about Three years ago, our other three PL shipped in five business days, and now we've we've got it down to one to two. And so, updating that. Okay, what else? What else is um, like real kind of? Let's check for it right after we listen to this episode, kind of situation. Checking for the language that you're using in the in those transactional emails, the things that are going out afterwards. What expectations are you setting with customers, and where are you sending afterwards? Like, are you sending them direct to the carrier's website for tracking? Are you sending them back to the Shopify page or, or to somewhere else? The biggest thing that happens when you have a big increase in sales like that, so you're sending a lot more shipping packages out, the care networks are going to be congested, especially that, that next week. And so what expectations are you setting with customers around uh, when they can expect updates and where should they look to go get that? 
information? Uh, do you want to be sending them back to the carriers page or back to Shopify or, or some other resource for where they can find out what's happening there? And there's often good opportunities in there to figure out like, how do you want to treat those people? And what, what do you want them to see in that moment? Uh, they've probably got a lot of different stuff that they've bought over the last couple of days that's coming to them. A lot of emails are going to be receiving and a lot of like tracking that they're going to be trying to check. And so there's a good opportunity there. Just think about like what experience you're sending them to and, and what you want them to see in that exact moment yeah probably a good time to audit your where is my order kind of tickets and um go through those and see like what are the common ways customers are asking this what are they actually asking and see if you can solve that ahead of time yeah exactly um and is there any messaging that you want to put on like your contact us page or in other resources where they might be contacting you uh i see also a lot of brands use like autoresponders on their contact us inbox and so like every ticket that comes in they're sending a message that's like hey like tickets are processed in the order that they're received and you know we generally get back to any like questions or inquiries in like 24 hours or something like that. But a lot of the time, if like, if it's, if you think it's pretty likely that people are going to be writing in, checking on order status or whatever, just show them in that message where they should be going to get that information. I am on a lot of our customers' email lists and I get a lot of these uh, autoresponders from their inboxes as uh, like our automated messages, like our weekly reporting uh, emails and stuff go out. I get the bounce backs from their support email addresses. And I'm just like, a lot of these folks are just missing the opportunity to be like, what are like the two or three things that we could be telling our customer in this message that would defray a lot of tickets? And so I see some folks, I have a couple of customers in mind, like um, Shop Mask C does a great job of this. They have front, right at the top of their order of their auto reply, they have a like, hey, if you've just placed an order, here's what our normal timeline looks like. Normally it takes 24 hours for it to get out the door and you should be getting like your uh, uh, carrier picked up. It's on its way to you notification within like 24 business, like basically within one business day of placing your order, you should be getting that email. If you haven't, like here's where to go to look. And I bet that saves them a lot of tickets and a lot of like uh, follow up that they need to do there because most people are able to then take that information and self service with that. So like, make sure it's on your FAQ page, make sure it's in your uh, support inbox autoresponder or anywhere else where it's really likely that a customer is going to bump into it while they're in the workflow of filing that ticket. Uh, with you so that you can just get ahead of as many of them as you can. Uh, those tickets are really frustrating to work, I know. And if you're used leveraging something like chat, um, you know, making sure you have that kind of answer in your chat that maybe during the rest of the year, people aren't asking as much, but November, December, I mean, this, like all of this applies all the way through holiday. I know we're like BFCM, but in my mind, BFCM is like <laughs> also all of December. State of mind. Yeah. 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 Okay, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is what brands can do to optimize transactional communications during this time specifically that you might not do in other times of the year? Yeah, so a couple things. Um, one is again, like hitting on that help messaging. Again, like transactional messages get opened way more often than marketing messages. And I think sometimes people forget that where like a typical good email marketing campaign might get like a 20 or 25% open rate and like a one or 2% click rate. I typically see transactional messages often get like 70, 80% open rates and like 30 plus percent click through rates. So it's just way more likely people are going to see it. Yeah. And if you click in a profile in like your email 
provider, you can actually see like order status, order st- like they keep opening that same email over and over again. It, that's that's my favorite. It's like, oh, you opened that email eight times in the last two days. You're clearly excited about it. And so include that help messaging in there. That's really good for deferring tickets. And like I mentioned, like think about where you're sending people afterwards. A lot of the time, like if you've been sending people out to like the carrier website from that email, the language on there is often not the most helpful or doesn't give them a good next step if something is wrong. And so if you're sending them back to a resource that you control, like back onto your Shopify site or something like that, it gives you the opportunity to be like, hey, we have a lot of orders in transit. But if something really looks wrong with yours, like it hasn't moved in four plus days or there's a delivery error or something on it, here's the next steps that you should go through. Because otherwise they're going to email you and ask you for those next steps and then you're going to have to reply. It's more work for everyone. Customers love it when you help them just like intelligently self-service because they're just looking for the guidance of like, hey brand, like you're responsible for getting this thing to me. If something goes wrong, just tell me what to do before I have to like bother both sides of us. We found that like most customers, they just, when they get into that kind of interaction with the brand, they start to expect like the boxing match of like, help me get my thing or help me get my money back or like help me make this situation right. And customers love it when you help them self-service well, and they're totally willing to put in that little bit of work to make that happen or to, you know, alert you if there's an actual thing that's going to prevent that order from being successfully delivered. But you have to give them the steps so that they understand like what the process looks like and how long it's going to take and all of that. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't I don't think that that applies exclusively to holiday, right? Like that's kind of all the time. It it doesn't. But everybody gets more anxious about it during the holiday. Like, yeah, the, the anxiety goes from here to up here. Okay, what about like, I know that different carriers have different shipping deadlines and um, or at least like, hey, to get it by Christmas, you need to order by X date. And so then every brand has to like back up from there. We just got our kids school spirit wear uh, holiday order. And they were like, listen, I know it's short notice and you have like a week, but you have to order it by November 18th for it to get printed and sent to you to be on time for Christmas. Great. They said that up front, right in the email, which was so helpful. And I'll probably still do it the night before. But when we talk about shipping times and carrier cutoffs, what's the like key communication that brands can give to their customers there? Yeah. So figuring it out for each of the major carriers that you're going to be working with and then figuring out really like what's the offer that you want to put together because inevitably there's always like shoppers. Uh, I I deal with e-commerce shipping all day uh, and I am still one of the people that is often last minute ordering stuff right before the cutoff and everything. And so it's like, where can you put the messaging so that it's clear as early as possible? I've seen some brands already putting holiday cutoff information like in marketing emails right now, even two weeks before BSCM. They're still, they're already indicating like, hey, our like our cutoff for delivery by 1224 is like 1218 this year. And we're going to be real uncertain about anything after that. And then uh, talking to your carriers and figuring out like, what are you going to be able to offer for people who that are those late shoppers, like a week before the 25th? What like, are you going to be able to offer like overnight shipping and build in like a premium there? There's definitely some brands that are looking at that as an opportunity of like, yeah, we're going to have some late shoppers that are going to come in the 18th, the 19th, the 20th, looking for last minute delivery. And we'll be able to offer like overnight service for a lot of our products. But that's an opportunity for us to also build in like a little bit of extra margin on those late shoppers because 
they will be looking for stuff and they'll have that heightened intensity and be willing to pay a couple extra bucks to get like overnight service or second day service where normally we just ship everything ground or through like DHL e-commerce where it's pretty common for it to take a week for delivery. And so they're used to, if you're going to order on one of our ground services, last day for ground is like 12, 15 or something pretty early. But for those people that are really into the last minute uh, pressure on decision making, like there's options available, but there's opportunity there too. I think there's also an opportunity to do a little bit of upsell if like, especially if your 3PL offers it, or if maybe you are your own 3PL of um, like, hey, want to make sure it gets to your recipient on time, give us their mailing address and do this upgrade. We'll wrap it for you. We'll send it directly to them. So you have an opportunity to like increase AOV a little bit. And you know, if you can offer that, it's a nice because I think the other thing that happens in the holidays a lot is people want to change their shipping address because they're traveling or oh, I'm actually going to it's for my sister and I'm going to be at her house. And so like, can you ship it there? Yeah, that kind of stuff is really cool if you're able to to offer that. And it's the kind of thing when they're, if they're shopping around for like, what are the la- options for last minute gifts? That's also the kind of thing that can really create like the difference between you and something else they were looking at is if you're able to really help deliver on the gifts experience around, yeah, wrapping or, or including a card or uh, anything like that. There's some good opportunities there. Anything other than a digital gift card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because then we know you waited until the 23rd to <laughs> decide what to get us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think the other thing I love seeing in emails is um, an actual calendar, like a, a image with like, here, here's the actual calendar. We're not just telling you random dates and expecting you to know what December 12th is. Um, here's the calendar. It's a Tuesday and just kind of highlighting for them, like make it as dummy proof as possible. Yeah, exactly. Last day for free. Not dummy proof, busy proof. Yeah, yeah. Last day for free ground shipping is clearly indicated on there. Last day for express shipping is clearly indicated on there. And that also really helps a lot. Like we talked to, and we mentioned it briefly at the start of this, the clarification between like calendar days and business days because people will get concerned of like well like at your checkout you might say that it delivers in three to four business days but does today count how quickly do you actually end that business days is often about the shipping speed not how long it takes you to fulfill that product and so like does today count does it actually get out the door tomorrow like what does this really look like monday so was a, a holiday what are we- <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a chance to revisit that language and make sure it's just super explicit about what's happening in the holiday season, what the actual cutoffs are, and how all that's going to work for them. Yeah. I think what I'm hearing the most from you is like, be really clear in your communications with your customers, uh, <laughs> which I think is a good lesson for like year round, but particularly during this time where everyone's really like trying to cram a lot into a small period of time. To your point, they're, they're a little bit anxious about it. We're spending more money than we usually do. So we want our stuff and it's an opportunity for you to stand out from all the rest of the brands and and deliver a really great shipping experience so brian yeah people are busy anxious and distracted yeah and so yes yeah yeah brian i know you are a busy person where can people continue to learn from you you know i learn from you all the time i feel like every time we talk i get something new so how can people find out more about what you do and learn from you after this episode yeah definitely uh so i post a ton about transactional communications about shipping about customer experience and what brands are really doing a great job of elevating customer experience and winning because of that 
I post primarily on LinkedIn these days. Uh, so you can find me there. I'm pretty easy to find on LinkedIn. Look for me there. Uh, and also a good amount on Twitter. And then if you want to learn more about like how you can really optimize that, you can also check us out at wonderment.com. And we'll link your profiles and everything in the show notes. So it's easy to grab. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Val. Great to be here. Great to see you again. All right, class, make sure you're subscribed to e-commerce marketing school and huge favor. If you hear an episode you love, please take two minutes to leave a review with privy. Anyone can be a marketer, simple, intuitive email and SMS marketing that drives real results without the complexity. And before I go, a special shout out to triple whale e-commerce marketing school is now part of the triple whale podcast network. Triple whale helps you easily manage and automate analytics attribution, merchandising, forecasting, and more in the palm of your hand. Check them out by scheduling a demo today.